This is Save Cell Chanel, episode four. Today is January 27th, 2019. Thank you for listening. This podcast is dedicated to the different ways I save and sell one day at a time. It's an audio diary for me to look back on all the different tasks and goals that I accomplished from the week prior. And it's really an audio library for me to see where I am in 2020 to hold myself accountable and just to document my journey. So last week I stated that in terms of saving, I was trying to spend less money on coffee and just random things. Um, And then in terms of selling, I didn't sell anything and I was trying to work towards a goal of probably prepping some items so that I can take photos and list. And to be honest, those goals didn't happen uh, last week because a couple things happened. Um, and I'll just go over the different ta- the different subcategories and then I'll go into detail in terms of everything and why certain things changed. So in terms of saving, I did save because of meal prepping and not really eating out during the week. I did eat out one time because I found out that there is a restaurant called LA Crawfish. They just opened up near my job and I am addicted to crawfish. Like I love crawfish and good quality crawfish. That's really my downfall. So when I found out that they had it, I had a rough day at work. I had to work long hours that day. So I just went ahead and splurged a little bit. So I spent a lot of money that day and, um, I, over the weekend, I spent money eating out, um, with my husband going out, trying out different restaurants and that's kind of our way to reconnect and explore San Antonio. Um, because if you're new to this podcast, my husband and I are not raised, we weren't raised in San Antonio. He and I are both new. Um, we've only lived in San Antonio about three and a half years now, so we're still exploring the city and I'm trying to uh, explain it or share that experience with you through my podcast, social media, and hopefully I'll be able to share it with my friends and family that live around the world. So that's one of the reasons why I try to document everything because it's not just, you know, my journey, but it's nice that I have opportunity to use the internet to share it with others. So that's why I try to put in an effort to not just stay home all day to at least try to go out and do something. So in terms of saving environmental, um, I wanted to try to, since my day job does not have a recycling program, I tried to create a little box which was recycled. I recycled that box from a box of paper reams and I took the lid off and I put recycling on it and I put my paper in it so that at the end of the week I just take it home. I'll shred the paper and then put it in my recycling bin at home. So that is one of the ways I'm putting, being active in terms of being more environmentally friendly and being more aware of how the actions or the items that I purchase do impact the environment, whether it goes to eating or drinking items that come out of plastic, I'll try to take it home and put it in my recycling bin if the restaurant or even the uh, location or the coffee shop doesn't have a recycling program, I'll try to take advantage of it and bring it home and contribute the little that I can. Um, 
in terms of saving time, and I'm going to go dive into this a little deeper as to why I did it, but in terms of saving time, I started getting up earlier. I started getting up at 6 and trying to leave my house at 6.30 so that I could be at my job by 7. Prior to, if I leave like 10 minutes later, I hit the... The traffic builds up so much that a 20, what should be a 20-minute commute now turns into an hour or even an hour and a half commute, depending on traffic or if there are any accidents. So I've tried to put in the effort to come in early. Now, keep in mind, I'm actually only scheduled to work Monday to, through Friday, 8 to 5, but I'm going to, and I'll go deeper into why I'm changing some things, but... Sometimes in order to maximize your time, you need to make some adjustments so that you're not spending most of your time in traffic. And I'll go into deep a detail as to why I'm making some transitions, especially going into next week. And so um, I also didn't save very much money in terms of bringing out my debt last week. Um since the whole government shutdown was happening, you know, and it was going on, what, up to the 35th day, I believe, and finally, it the shutdown ended last Friday, but a couple of my friends in Houston, they did a little um, group thing where they had, they were helping like 20 TSA agents, and some of whom were in like their third trimester, and they were asking for some funds to at least help out um, in terms of you know, some of the food or just basic necessities. So I did try to give back um, to help other people because I'm not in that situation. And I feel that's what makes America. America is that we are willing, not just America, obviously, the world. I feel that if you're a good human being and, you know, you're blessed to have a certain um, situation that you should go and help your neighbor if you can. Um, I feel that there's more goodness in the world than I know that the media and the news try to put on, but instead of putting out more hate or, or views, I feel that you need to do action. If you don't like something, you should try to change the world, whether it be the little acts of kindness that you have towards your neighbor or getting active in your community. I think it's essential to help or at what what do they say be the change you want to see. So what little extra money I did have saved up to the side I did did help out other people and I felt that was a good thing because I'm not in that situation where I you know I don't have kids and I feel like I always commend all of the mothers and fathers and parents or grandparents that t- do take care of children because it does take a village to raise a child. I don't think, I feel like people don't appreciate or take into account all the work that really goes into taking care of, of children. So I try to help out, out as much as I can for people who have kids because, I mean, that that's really, it's a lot of work if you're not used to it and any help is always great um in terms of selling so once again this week I did not sell anything and that's because just like I said last the week prior to that my last podcast 
Um, I kind of taking a little bit of a backseat for in terms of reselling because I'm trying to still organize my office and still organize my inventory and all of these other personal projects that I'm working on. And there's only so much time within a day and um, between working a full-time job, working a part-time job, or just trying to do the side hustle, all the social media, driving home, still spending time with my husband, trying to do the weight loss thing. I mean, there's a lot going on and I'm still trying to find the proper flow or utilize my time in a way that will allow me to still have my full-time job and still work my side hustle, still spread my message or help share with each other people what I'm trying to share. And still, you know, I've only been married for like five months now. So it's not like, you know, you can have things just go to the wayside and go home and you're in completely two different rooms with like your husband, you know, uh, relationships and friendships, they need to be fostered and you have to spend time with people. It's not just like, oh, we signed a paper, we're legally married, we're done. You know, you're stuck with me for life. I mean, there's you still need to have some sort of interaction with a person. So I try to, you know, once I get home, at least try to spend time with my husband um, and talk to him or just see how his day goes. Um, and I'll talk more in detail about other things that happened this week that will change the way I do my processes during the week. Um actually so in terms of selling um so yes i didn't sell anything this week and i really didn't spend very much time on poshmark um in terms of sharing my closet and to be honest i don't have very much active inventory listed on any of my platforms um because the majority of my items have already sold or if they've sold in bundles and frankly there's just not enough new inventory in my on my platforms for me to be selling consistently and it's just one of those things where you have to schedule in the time. But like I said in my previous podcast, my office is not in that in that place for me to have a good listing or posting station. And I have to get that groove back because there's just a lot going on. Um, I did go thrifting with my husband this weekend. We went to different locations and there were some really good deals. We went to a Goodwill. We went to a Salvation Army and we hadn't gone in a while because I, I'm trying not to shop as much because of the inventory, but there are some good deals, good finds, and I'm kind of trying to curate the items that I sell that are more unique or vintage finds. So when there's some really good deals like items such as t-shirts or hats or so, something that's, you know, you got it for 50% off and they're on sale for 50 cents, 25 cents. I feel like the most expensive thing that I purchased at Salvation Army was like five, um, four dollars. So three or four dollars. So I think it's a good deal. Um, obviously if you go to the bins, you'll have a even better deal, but I haven't been to the bins. And when I mean bins, I mean the Goodwill clearance outlet. I haven't been there in quite some time. If you haven't gone to a Goodwill Clearance Center, it's where it's pretty much all the different items that didn't sell in a physical Goodwill store go there um, for liquidation, I guess. And everything is sold by the pound. Each location is different. Some have um, a set price system. Some just like certain categories, house, home goods, clothing, shoes. They're all based on different weights or the style. 
but you'd have to go and really read their pricing charts because not every single location is the same. Um, so let me see here in terms of saving. I did save money. I didn't mention this. I did save money by meal prepping and going back into saving because of my meal prepping and the lifestyle change, which is to do the intermittent fasting. And in terms of my intermittent fasting, the hours that I decided to do were, I could only eat between 10 AM and 8 PM. And then beyond that, I don't eat. I'll have maybe like a coffee or a water, but that's pretty much it. Like actual food. I don't eat, um, 8 PM all the way till 10 AM the next day. That's when I just let my body digest all of my food and pretty much I give it the time to process it uh, properly process all the food that I ate the day before. And for me, I feel that I've had more energy doing that since I don't even feel bogged down or bloated or constantly trying to digest food. Um, and even with that, even without me going to the gym consistently during the weekdays, I was still able to lose weight because of the lifestyle change in terms of intermittent fasting and in terms of my food. Um, in terms of my food prep, I was still able to lose weight because I'll have fruit for breakfast around 10 or so. And then I'll have for lunch, I'll have a salad with chicken breast. And then throughout the rest of the day, it's going to be more fruit or vegetables. And that's pretty much it. And in terms of anything else, it's mostly coffee, tea, or water. Um, but either way, it's still filling because of what I'm eating. I'm like having snacks such as um, cucumbers with hummus or carrots with hummus or just vegetables, just eating those and snacking on those throughout the day. So just making those small little changes has definitely helped me and stay on track on my healthy wage program. If you're unfamiliar with healthy wage, it is where you pay in and you kind of bet on yourself. I I'm going to put a link in the description box below um, if you're interested in um, joining Healthy Wage. And so um, it's where you pay in. Um, my goal is I pay in every month like $50. But if I do achieve my goal, which is to lose 60 pounds by January 2020, I'll actually win my goal of $2,000. So if you do... If you don't meet your challenge, obviously you're just giving your $50 back to the platform or to the healthy wage program. But if you do meet your goal and that means that you win $2,000. So there is the monetary incentive for me to stay on track. And I do like using the app because it tells you whether you're on track or not. And just seeing the reminder of where I am does help me make more to make better choices in terms of what I'm eating overall. Um, and let's see here. Um, so this is what I wanted to talk about more in depth in terms of, of certain things I'm going to be changing. And going into 2019, everyone's always hyped and like, yeah, new year, new me, like progress. Um, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. You know, there's 24 hours in a day. Um, and there's plenty of time, like there's nothing that separates you from Jeff Bezos or all of these millionaires, you know, we all get the same 24 hours in a day, which is completely true. You have to grind to get to what you want. Um, 
you know, obviously, if you have access to the internet and consistent internet, and you're allowed to sell on platforms for reselling, you have an advantage versus other people who don't have that access to internet or other means of making money or side hustles or whatnot. Um, but the thing is that what really, even though the most challenging thing in terms of, and this is the topic that I want to talk about, is how do you balance a full-time job with building a part-time business and also expanding your social media brand. And 2019, this is the first time that I've done a lot of this. So moving back into 2018, I was really hesitant to even do a lot of social media. Um, in terms of Facebook, I really don't use Facebook as much, at least on my personal Facebook account. I really don't like using that platform. It's just turned into a longer version of Twitter. And to me, honestly, I don't like all of that long-winded negativity or just random videos. It just feels to me like a serious time suck. So in terms of social media, I have focused more along the lines of Instagram, um, blogging, podcasts, or YouTube. Now, in 2018, I was also hesitant to create a YouTube channel because, you know, I just like a lot of people, they're just not sure about, hey, you know, I'm putting my face out there and I don't, I don't know about that, right? There is that, that wall or the block and there's also the wall or the block too. Like, I don't know how to edit video. I don't know how to upload video. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. But something, when I started going on YouTube and realizing that I just wanted to share my own experiences. Like I know there's a lot of full-time resellers and part-time resellers and, you know, and just different, everyone has their journey. And I felt like it was time for me to share my own. And a lot of people, they have no idea how to edit video. And I was one of them. I had to go on YouTube and, and even for quite some time, I didn't even... I normally don't watch Netflix, I don't watch TV, and I usually didn't watch YouTube. So I didn't even know what it was like to properly create cinematic short videos. And I'm still learning that. Um, I'm taking the time to watch other vloggers and follow other YouTube channels and still create my own style. The hardest thing about trying to learn something that's related to technology, to market, marketing, to data, to analytics, to SEO, search engine optimization, all of that, um, is that everything evolves quickly. And even though I got my degrees in finance and marketing, the, I, my day job has nothing honestly to do with either of those, um, fields. I work in sales, for metal sales, metal roofs, and wall panels. So it's not really related to what my degrees were. Yes, selling is there. It's one-on-one -on -one interaction. It's selling over the phone or email. But overall, in terms of actually going out there and doing marketing or figuring how to pay for things or the finance aspect, I don't, that hasn't, it's nothing related to all of the things that I do on the side. And Personally, I created all of these 
different means of social media because I didn't want it to feel like my degrees went to waste. And for me, this is one of the creative outlets that allow me to not only utilize my degrees so I feel like I didn't spend all this money to, you know, go to school and I'm not using it, but I also wanted to use all of these creative outlets to challenge myself to see that what's going on. I didn't want to be left in the dark. And the reason is because we live in a new economy where it's not like you go to school, you get one job, you're there for the rest of your life, and then you retire. Because like I've done and I've said in one of my previous YouTube videos, you're not really in control of your situation. And it, whether it's the example of the government shutdown or unless you own your own company, and even if you do own your own company, um, if it's an internet base, you have no idea what can happen. Regulations could change. If you're selling on a platform, something could change in terms of the platform. Um, you're not maybe making enough money because they're taking away or adding more of the percentage of like, for example, Poshmark takes 20%. If they bump that up to 50%, you know, that would change significantly. Or if you sold on eBay and they increased the, um, the fees to like 30% or 40%, things would change a lot for a lot of people. And even if you're your own business owner, if you own a physical retail store, you're still dependent on actual customers coming in physically into your store. So there are a lot of factors. And this is why I always say like, it's really important to diversify as much as you can. And diversification is key, just like all of, if you do have the opportunity to have investments in stocks or bonds or anything that you, what other side traditional means of investment are, whether it's a rental property or real estate or something. Um, it's just because this new economy and where it's constantly evolving, technology has changed things so much. For example, a lot of people still cut down a lot of their their employees because they do have a lot of workers who work overseas or they have virtual assistants or even now where in terms of tech, you don't even have to live in the same city, let alone the same state. Um, you just work just through the internet. So I feel that people need to be aware, like if you don't put your eggs in one basket, like I understand if you have a high paying job, that's fine. Like people always have, you know, if you're a doctor, a lawyer or whatnot, make sure you have some other revenue stream coming in, whether it's like your ability to do consulting, your ability to always have something that you're passionate about. Um, and that just in case anything were happened, that you have that established, ready to go. Because I've seen so many instances where people put all their eggs in one basket. They're like, well, that's the only thing that I know, such as I'm, you know, I only know like engineering or I only know tech or I only know how to do retail sales. Like, okay, that's fine. But you always need to know like what's going to happen in five, 10 or 20 years. It's not technology and the economy that we are in are constantly changing. And I always preach constantly having diversified income. Um, and that was one of the biggest things that I'm, I always tried to build different things or work on different social medias because I enjoy creating my message or sharing it with other people. 
um, and even learning how all of the, how do all the different social medias work. Um, but this goes back to what happened, um, on Monday. So, um, between balancing a full-time job with a part-time job, it's really important. And I, I, for this podcast, nothing is edited. Everything is raw and it's my honest, um, conversation with you in terms of what happened during the week. So, on Monday, like my husband had a little freak out and he was really upset because there's constantly traffic and there's just going down the road like one mile already took like 30 plus minutes because it's bumper to bumper traffic. Now, just like everything else, there are things that you cannot control, right? You can't control, you can control where you live or maybe you can't control what you live because something can always happen, right? Maybe the, the property tax increases, the rent increases, you can no longer afford to live there. There's always all these variables that you need to be just aware of. And I'm not trying to be negative or anything. I'm just trying to be a realist because I have been there too. And this relates to my debt free journey because for the longest time, I was always moving, moving, moving because like many Americans, our income has not increased to stay at a good level to pay for rents the way that they have been going up. And I too have had to constantly move and move further and move further away so that I can live somewhere that's somewhat affordable. And it wasn't until my husband and I bought a house, which is, mind you, like normally when there's no traffic, it's um, at least like 20 to 30 minute, a 20 to 30 minute drive to my job one way. And when that traffic builds up, it's, it's a lot, it's very time consuming, but so what happened was, let me go back. So my husband was talking and I was gotten very upset about how everyone's just trying to be busy, busy, busy and constantly getting plugged in. And we have to sort everything out through the internet, whether it be podcasts, whether it be YouTube, social media, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it may be, or you need to go home and just spend time watching television. We're always plugged into some sort of internet which is true. I mean, that's the state that we live in now. Like we all process a lot of information quickly because of the internet, because we are blessed to have the internet. It's a blessing and a curse because that's not how it used to be where most people worked 9am and clocked out at 5pm. They had one salary in a house and the mom stayed home properly, like raised the kids, took care of the kids and everyone was happy and lived comfortable lives. We have to, we're in a place where we all, even though we all have decent salaries, maybe you still need a side hustle. And I always say that because unfortunately, anything can happen at any time until we're in a position where our salaries are helping us to live the lives we want or even not wake up every day stressed out like what if I lose this job am I going to be able to pay my bills um if we didn't have a side hustle or we didn't have something else another means of like a revenue stream whether it's a part-time job or something most people wouldn't be able to live a decent life and I mean decent like if something were to happen they don't have a savings account they don't have a, a backup plan and it's unfortunate that we're in a position like that. 
but we have to utilize the tools that we do have available so that we can progress. And so anyway, I keep like going on to these tangents and I apologize. But anyway, so like my husband had this like long rant about how we're constantly plugged in and like I come home from work and I'm just constantly spending time, whether it's not editing videos or posting stuff or working on my sharing my Poshmark or trying to edit something. It's just always being plugged into the system. And I felt really bad. Um, but I told him, I was like, you know, I need to do this for money. And it's like, it's, it was tough. It was a tough conversation because it's one of those where He's gonna, he was like, how long before it's just like you come home and you just get in your office and I just go home and I'm in my office and then I should just say goodnight and then it's just the same thing every day. And that's when I had a little bit of self-reflection because the whole point of doing any of this, whether it's getting up in the morning or going to work or being a reseller or being a doctor or doing something in the public service. It's not only to benefit, obviously, yourself or to make a good living or a legacy or whatnot, but it's also so that you have the stability to spend time with the people that you love. And when I realized that doing all of these things was starting to take a toll on my relationship, that's when I had to really reflect to see how can I change what I need to do so that I can balance my work-life balance. And work-life does not mean work in your day job and then come home and constantly work at your day job. You need to figure it out and it's really hard and there are things that you can't control. So let me give you... Um, an idea of what my typical day is Monday through Friday. This week has been an extremely crazy busy week at my job. Like I said, I typically work Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Now, I leave my house. I get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and I try to leave my house no later than 6.40. I went to work on Monday and the traffic was horrible. I left at 6.40 and I didn't get to work until 7.30. So I try to, which mind you, this is normally if there wasn't traffic, I'm already leaving early because I don't have to be at work until 8 o'clock. And I always try to come in around 7, 7.15 so I can work on my own projects, not sitting in traffic, not spending an hour, an hour and a half sitting in traffic. So... I try to come in early and work on my own personal projects. And lately, there have been an influx of of people. And, you know, San Antonio is one of the fastest growing cities in in the United States. And there's nothing that I can do about it. I do live in a very residential area. Um... And there's nothing that I can do about how many people are living in a house. Like, there's nothing I can do about that. What I can do, and I'm not going to complain about it, is change when I leave my house. Um, So after reflection of, you know, 
I need, I st I'm not going to sacrifice all of the things, the projects and the side projects that I wanted to work on and accomplish in 2019. So what I had to do is go, I have three planners. I had to go and look at one of my planners and say, figure out, you know, what is my typical day look like? And what are some things that I'm doing that's just a waste of time? So I decided to really hone in on when I wake up in the morning. That is the only opportunity to really make the most of my day. So on Tuesday to third Friday, I decided to get up at get up earlier. I used to get up at 6:20 and leave my house around 6:40, 6:45. I decided to get up at six o'clock, be out the door no later than 6:30. And this way I could be at work around 7, 7, 10 or somewhere around there. And get I try to sit in the break room and just spend that hour before I need to actually be at my desk editing video. So that's one hour that I allocate to before I even get started. And I feel that when I start my day on things that make me happy on my side projects or my side income, side hustles, um, that's when I start my day like, okay, I did something for myself. Like, can I, I can already check it off the list that I've done something for myself that I'm, I'm not putting towards the back burner or thinking, okay, after I work my day job but that, oh no, am I going to be able to work on this project? Um, I already set aside what I like my own personal goals at the start of the day. So it's, I'm not stressed out or having it in the back of my mind, like, okay, I'm working for my day job, but what about my side hustles, my project? Has it gone to the wayside? Like, have I done anything? So at least by starting the day early and then starting my own projects, I accomplished my tasks and I put it down in my planner. That's for my business plan or project plan. And this way I can track how many hours a day that I spend on my side hustle or whatnot or my projects. Um, and then on the, because I didn't sell anything during the week, um, usually when I do sell something, I'll go during my lunch break and I'll drop it off at the post office. Um, but because I didn't have any sales this week, I spent that time editing video during my lunch break. So that was another hour that I'd spent. So in total, I would spend two hours a day editing video <clears throat> and once I would get home, which traffic would suck, like most of the time, this week was a tough one because normally I leave around five, but some of the, um, some of the days I have to leave around six or six 30, um, just stay longer at work. And then the longer you wait and the, the longer the traffic is going to be. So I would sit in traffic and some days I didn't get home till like 6 30 7 o'clock at night so keep that in mind I'm already gone from like 6 30 in the morning to 7 o'clock at night and then I'm trying to eat because remember I'm doing intermittent fasting and I need to eat before 10 p.m or before um before 8 p.m I'm sorry before 8 p.m and so I'm eating I get home after that long drive home, bumper to bumper to traffic, which I'm not complaining. That's just how we live. Unless you're telecommuting, uh, you have to deal with traffic. That's part of being part of a society. So after that, I would go home and I would try to 
clean up the house or reorganize something or spend time with my husband and, or, you know, um, and then after that, it's pretty much time to go to bed and do it all over again. Um, that's the hardest thing about trying to balance work, work and life. Um, and then I got a phone call, I think Thursday night from one of my relatives and that, that conversation, you know, it's a family conversation, but it also brought it back to what is the whole point of me doing all of this work? And it's not just to, you know, make extra money or whatnot, but it's because I have an opportunity to document my journey, which not a lot of people have. And no matter what happens in the future, I'm glad that I'll be able to have video or audio that I can share to my family. Um, Because life is short. I feel that people, they do get in that rat race and you do need to set a time for things that you care about for projects. And even though these are podcasts or YouTube channels or, you know, I do enjoy doing side hustles. That's not your life or your legacy. You should, my ultimate goal is to always help people through education and people with learning disabilities in helping make sure that they do have the skill sets or the funding so that they can have the same opportunities or have some sort of work program, something that gives them a sense of accomplishment and not just, you know, someone who's set aside. And the reason for that is because that is something close to my heart and it is in my family. And I feel that everyone has human dignity and should have the opportunity to be creative or contribute their creativity to the world in whatever form that they can. So that's my ultimate goal. I do all this busy work, not just because, okay, I'm just, that's how it is. But I feel that I'm in a position that not a lot of people have. Um, sorry, I had a little coffee break. Um, so yeah, I mean, my day job, not a lot of women are in it. And, um, and there's like a generational gap. There's a huge gap because some of these, like my boss, she's been in that company for 35 years. And then at the other span are like really young people. But I like working there because it allows me to kind of be the bridge, like gain the knowledge, but also be the bridge in terms of the technological advancements that are going. I mean, I think I said this in one of my previous podcasts or whatnot, that um, we're kind of, for some of my stuff, we're still using DOS. I got to pull up programs on DOS. So, and if you guys don't remember what DOS is, it's a really old program from the original um computer programs back in the 80s and 90s I think I'm not quite sure what year but it's it's really it's definitely not the uh windows that we're using right now um but yes I I still work at my day job not only because I like my benefits but it's what I feel is one of the few jobs that actually you only work eight to five 
and it's only a requirement to work eight to five. I, I do work longer hours or I'll put in the work um, just so that I, I am not putting myself in a position where I'm just drowning the following day. I'm not obligated to work beyond my um, 5 p.m. requirement, but I do it because I just need to get the work done and I am salary paid. And so I'll just do it as little um, what the little extra work that I need to do if it's necessary. Um, and not only that, um, I have, aside from liking the benefits, I don't take any work home in terms of my day job, which in terms of sales is rare to find because of like, and like I said, like technology has, um, they require you to check your email when you're off the clock, quote unquote, and, or be accessible at night or off the clock or on the weekend. And in my job, it's not, it's not a requirement at all. So I'm fortunate in that. And that's why I do enjoy my day job. And I am not making a jump to full-time reselling because I have really great benefits such as free health insurance. And um, not only that, like my copay is like, if I go visit a doctor, it's like $15. And most of my medication is like free or like really reduced. So that is something that I really appreciate. And so unless something happens or and then I also have, once you're at five years, you get two weeks of sick days and then two weeks of vacation and they roll over. So if I never take any vacation, then you, it rolls over to your last, they'll pay it out if you like quit or until you retire, it just rolls into your retirement plan. So not a lot of people offer those benefits. So that's why I still stay at my day job and I just don't do full-time reselling. Not like... I disrespect any of the full-time real sellers. That's, you know, I appreciate that hustle. It's just that I feel like I can still do both. Um, let's see what else. <sighs> okay, so yeah. So in terms of trying to have work-life balance, I'm going to try to adjust time management. So... My day, my typical day is going to go look like this. Mondays or um, in the mornings, I get up six o'clock or maybe I'll have to get up sooner, but I have to be at the door by 630 so that I can be at work by seven. Knock out my YouTube, editing my YouTube videos by seven, from seven to eight and then edit video during my lunch, get off work, go to the gym, then spend time with my husband, then take care of the house if I need to, such as laundry or just cleaning up the house and then working on side hustles or reselling. Um, there's just a lot that needs to get done and it, it, you just need to make time for it. So the hardest thing about having a full-time job and having all these side projects is time management. So going into next week, I'm going to try my best to balance all of that. And I'm sorry, this was really long-winded, but this is one of those reality checks where everyone wants to give a highlight reel on social media and or look pretty on YouTube or Instagram. And I try to, you know, be pretty and uplifting, but that's why I do the podcast because I just want to share you my raw, unedited thoughts of like what happened last week and my expectations for myself. And I'm really appreciative to all of you who do listen to my podcast. I know some of these get long-winded and 
and you know some may maybe you're getting information from it it's maybe you're not I don't know but I, f I promise that going forward I'll have more input and hopefully I'll have more information but I do appreciate how um there's a community and there's always a way to hold yourself accountable so I'm just gonna summarize this podcast real quick in terms of saving, most of my saving last week consisted of environmental saving and selling. Um, in terms of that, I'm going to have to work on balancing work-life balance on how to focus on my side hustles, maybe not spend so much time on multiple platforms or just sharing my Poshmark closet. Um, and in terms of my own healthy wage program, now that I'm at a weight that I lost all of my holiday weight. I really have to focus on spending the time and making the time and the effort to go to the gym and be more aware of my diet so that I can really get past that weight that I've been trying to lose like for the past five years or so. So once I'm back to my start losing my weight, that's how I know that my lifestyle change has is really going down the right path. And then finally, um, in terms of my debt-free journey, I just can't believe that there are only four more days in January. It's going by fast. The saving grace was my extra check that we got from the bank from overpaying. And I'm glad that I was able to set that aside for some of my, um, debit or credit cards, um, but overall, I'm going to try to figure out how to maximize my time. There are things that you cannot control, such as the amount of people, the amount of time that goes into traffic, how many people move to your city. Um, always, instead of complaining, always find a way to readjust your situation so that you can maximize it so that you are maximizing your time. Um... I feel that anger and frustration always comes from blaming other people instead of accepting the situation and then readjusting and adapting. So every day, try to focus instead of being like, oh, I have to get up so early. I live so far. Um, just realize, you know, the world is changing and it's constantly evolving. And a change and evolution or movement is good because that means we are progressing, hopefully. Um, but instead of complaining and starting your day upset, start your day hopeful and happy. One, because you have another day to, or you're given another day to work towards your goal. And two, that if you have access to this podcast, that means you have access to the internet. That means you have access to the ability to make money different ways. Whether if you are listening to this and you're living in a different country, whether it is, you know, um, being a virtual assistant, um, blogging, doing other jobs. If you live in the United States, you have even more opportunities such as selling online, whether it's Amazon, eBay, Poshmark, Depop, the real real. There's so many platforms to sell on and not a lot of countries have that same opportunity. So every day, 
Go and think about what is your talent and really utilize it. If you are a writer, you need to be blogging. You need to be writing. I don't know why you're not doing it. If you are an artist or a painter, you need to be creating your own art, selling it on Etsy, selling it on other ways to help you out, creating an Instagram account to find followers who would love your art. And I know it seems like plug it in, you know, to the system or whatnot, but the internet has helped us to find people to appreciate the creativity that we were given and we need to be able to apply it so that we're not just complaining about the situation. The internet is either a, one, it's also a gift and it's also a curse, but it's always how you look at it. And I'm hoping that you'll utilize it. We're an opportunity that we can learn from each other. And I'm hoping that every day that you wake up, you're trying to figure out what is your legacy and how are you going to make the most out of your day? So, I, sorry, this was like the longest podcast that I've had so far, but I had a lot to say and it was like really real and raw. Um, but anyway, I hope you yeah, guys have a really great week and you find different ways to save and sell one day at a time.